This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is Matthew Cruz with the Comstock Report. Global markets went into the weekend in a funk over a new COVID variation that's threatening new lockdowns and travel restrictions. There's an especially virulent one in South Africa that is very contagious among younger people. The markets fell hard last Friday, but corn closed higher, showing that these grains have staying power. While China has hardly been absent from the U.S. export in recent weeks, it is now clear that the country will woefully fall short of its two-year Phase 1 import agreement. In a feature earlier this week, Bloomberg reported China has a widening deficit in meeting its U.S. trade deal targets, despite calls from the Biden administration for Beijing to step up those purchases for the final two months still remaining in the Phase 1 deal. The trade targets expire at the end of the year, and last month's procurement was the slowest pace in a year. With China now having reached only 56% of the two-year target of $378.4 billion, there were three categories, agricultural goods, manufacturer goods, and energy products. If there's any consolation for farmers, the gap in ag purchases is the least of the three and still possible if they buy aggressively through December. The Phase 1 wording does include a sentence that says both sides expect increased purchase levels to continue in 2022 through 2025, but that is of dubious merit when they've fallen so short of increases promised. Looking to next year, we noted we're not alone expecting that with fertilizer prices soaring to historic levels, we could see significant acreage shifts in 2022, especially since virtually all major crops are at strong levels and competing for acreage share. The latest cost of production estimates for major crops in 2022 were last updated in June, and a chart of retail 1034.0 as a proxy for fertilizer prices in general shows a 32% rise in prices from January to June, but then yet another 16% rise just since June to present. Ditto for farm chemical costs, which have risen anywhere from 40% to double the price of last year. There appears to be little reason to expect prices to back off by spring anytime soon. We've often mentioned that due to extraordinary fertilizer cost differences, we could see corn shift acres to soybeans next spring, especially acreage that's been in continuous corn. University of Illinois shows not a lot of advantage for beans just yet, but that's using Illinois yields and yield ratios between corn and beans. That yield ratio varies from state to state. Few industry insiders expect crop input costs to let up. Farm Journal did an excellent summation of the situation and outlook on AgWeb this week. It's dismaying how much of it is tied to trade in China, or lack thereof. Here are the highlights, or perhaps better put as the lowlights. Nearly 75% of the active ingredients in crop protection chemicals comes from China. Despite President Biden and China's Xi Jinping holding a virtual meeting last week, the supply chain issues weren't even discussed. Farm Journal added this glyphosate prices are up anywhere from 100 to 300% in areas, and that's if you can even get it. During a recent supply chain discussion hosted by Farm Journal, Rabo research analyst Sam Taylor said between 70 and 75% of active ingredients do come from China. 
He told AgriTalk host Chip Flory, if you drill down into the data, somewhere close to 90% of the intermediates, which go into the production of active ingredients, are actually sourced from China. Nutrient Ag Solutions is also watching the situation. Due to China's zero-tolerance COVID policy from the beginning and implementing strict lockdowns to prevent the spread of the virus, the company reports that the U.S. expected farm inputs would see tight supplies, just not this severe. Misery does love company. Input costs are soaring globally. Sam Taylor says the input price and supply pain isn't just a North American issue. He says it's something plaguing producers worldwide with elevated energy prices, as well as supply chain problems that continue to plague the transpiration system. No one's optimistic about input costs coming down, and if not, we could see adverse impact on usage and yields as well, particularly in developing countries. One bright spot, BASF, is investing $260 million in its North American production capacity. You are listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, visit us online at Comstock.com or call 712-227-11. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.